Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, December 20th, 2017. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on Rosie O'Donnell, Nellie, Wade Robson, Russell Simmons, Sean Diddy Combs, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, Dr. Phil here. You know, I help people solve difficult problems every day, but one problem has me stumped, childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. Luckily, the Feeding America network of local food banks collects surplus food, giving hope to hungry children and their families. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Hey, sweetie. What's going on? Well, honey, I, uh... I have some news. Uh, Okay. What? (laughs) All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on, please make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347 347- 637 just type in T. Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a mostly cloudy, 45 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's tuning in, that's on the phone line, that's in the chat room. Thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And again, if you want to make a comment, if you want to talk to me live, just call in. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number one. 
This week we're going to be talking about, uh, this is the latest story that just came in about Rosie O'Donnell. Apparently she offered to pay Republican senators a million dollars if they voted against the tax cut bill. And apparently what she did, she might be in trouble, in some serious trouble. I'll tell you all about it. Also this week we're going to be talking about Nelly. Remember back in um, October he was arrested on rape charges? Well, his accuser is now suing him. I'll tell you the latest. Also, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Wade Robson. Uh, He was that choreographer. He's known for uh, choreographing for such uh, artists like Britney Spears, um, so many artists, Justin Timberlake, NSYNC. Well, apparently uh, he had a lawsuit against uh, Michael Jackson for uh, where he claimed that Michael Jackson molested him as a child. Well, apparently the judge ruled into Michael Jackson's favor. I'll tell you the latest. Also the latest in, uh, on Russell Simmons. As you know, he was accused uh, for sexual assault. Well, guess what? Five women have now accused him for assault, and now five more women. So the number has came up to about ten women, I'll tell you the latest. Also, uh, if you haven't heard about P. Diddy, apparently you remember earlier this week, you know, uh, the Carolina Panthers, the NFL team, well, you know, it's up for sale because the current owner, Jerry Richardson, has resigned due to sexual harassment allegation. And how Pete Diddy has come forth saying that he's interested in buying the tea along with Steph Curry and Colin Kaepernick. So without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. All right. Uh, Before I get started with the show today, um, you know, we have almost like five more days until Christmas. It is crunch time, people. Um, You know, if you haven't started, uh, you better get a move on. But you know what? Um, I I just started late as well. Um, You know, I just started my Christmas shopping last weekend. So, um, you know, it's it's definitely crunch time. um, And, you know, this year I usually try to get on the ball a little earlier, but I started real late this year. And last night I just started putting up the tree. You know, one thing about the holidays, if you're not aware of the calendar, it can creep up on you so fast. And then when you realize it, you, you, it's, you're facing crunch time, five more days. Also, um, I wanted to talk to you about um, tune in next uh, Friday, December 29th at 1 p.m. Eastern as I do a rundown of the top entertainment stories of 2017. I'll be talking about the scandals, the newsmakers, the hookups, the breakups, and those that we lost this year. So make sure you tune in next Friday for the year-end review of 2017. And uh, also I'd like to thank uh, Tony Chen. Um, If you tuned in last Wednesday, he was my special guest. He's a uh, talented composer. He's also a voiceover uh, actor, and he's also a member of the Grammy team. Um, If you want to check out and you know Tony's work, you can always go back to the archives and check that interview from last week. All right. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell. She was offered to pay Republican senators millions 
if they voted against the tax cut bill and her critics are crying bribery. The Fury comedian last night promised to give a cool two million apiece to Senator Susan Collins, Republican from Maine, and Jeff Flake, uh, Republican senator from Arizona, if they voted against the reforms. Now, O'Donnell, she this is what she tweeted. She said, "Quote: I will happily pay any GOP senator two million dollars to vote no. They have been paid, obviously." Unquote. Now, while at the same time, the senators, they already voted to slash rates for corporates and the wealthiest earners. The actress is now under fire on social media and in conservative media for making this offer. Now, Collins and Flake both voted in favor of the cut, which was approved by the House last night. Either way, you know, Rosie O'Donnell, who's also hot-tempered, but at the same time a very funny woman, she might have landed herself in hot water with the law. Now, some irate with the social media post said it uh, violates the law for bribery of a federal official. The rule says anyone who directly or indirectly corruptly gives, offers, or promises anything of value to any public official in exchange for action for an action such as a vote is in violation. It's not immediately clear if O'Donnell tweet violated the bribery statute, but FBI officials neither confirmed nor denied the investigation. Breaking the rules carries a sentence of up to 15 years in prison. According to the Justice Department, no Republican senator voted against the bill. Nellie has been sued for sexual assault and defamation, according to reports. The rapper was arrested on October 7 on rape charges after a woman told police that the star had raped her on his tour bus in a Walmart car park outside Seattle, Washington. Nellie released a statement shortly after his arrest denying the charges with his lawyer saying that the allegations were completely fabricated. The criminal case was then dropped earlier this month with the King County Prosecuting Attorney Office in Washington saying that the alleged victim refusal to cooperate made it impossible for them to go forward. Now, TMZ now reports that the accuser, Monique Green, has filed a lawsuit against the rapper for sexual assault and defamation. And in her lawsuit, Green said that she dropped her criminal case because she felt she could not stand up against a celebrity and that the criminal system would fail her. According to the suit, Nellie is accused of assaulting Green both orally and vaginally, with the rapper allegedly throwing a $100 bill at her when she was eventually let off the bus. Following the initial allegation made against him, Nellie responded by saying he was completely innocent, and he added, quote, saying that I assure you I will pursue every legal option to address this defaming claim, unquote. Nellie has not yet responded to this latest lawsuit. And a judge on Tuesday threw out the lawsuit brought by choreographer Wade Robson, who claimed that Michael Jackson molested him as a child. Judge Mitch, uh, according to the billboard, the legal action resolved one of the last major claims against the late singer's holding. Now, Judge Mitchell L. Beckloff, 
His summary judgment ruling did not rule on the credibility of Robson's allegations themselves. Instead, he found that the two Jackson-owned corporations, which were the remaining defendants in the case, were not liable for Robson's exposure to Jackson. Robson's attorney, Vince Fonaldi, said he strongly disagreed and plans to appeal. Now, Robson, who is now 35 years old, he met Jackson when he was five years old. The Australian native testified in Jackson's defense at the singer's 2005 criminal trial, saying that he had spent the night at Jackson Neverland Ranch more than 20 times and usually slept in Jackson's room, but Jackson never molested him. Jackson was acquitted in that trial. Then in 2013, about four years after the singer's death, Robson sued the Jackson State for what his attorney described as molestation that spanned a seven-year period. A court ruled in 2015 that Robson had filed his lawsuit too late to get any of Jackson's estate. That left two remaining defendants, both corporate entities owned by Jackson in his lifetime, MJJ Production, Inc., and MJJ Ventures, Inc., The judge ruled Tuesday that those two corporate defendants could not be held responsible for Robson's exposure to Jackson the way a school or the Boy Scout can be found liable for bringing together an abusive adult and a child victim. Jackson State Attorney Howard Weissman said in a statement that he believes the court made the correct decision in dismissing Wade Robson's claim against it. And less than two weeks after Russell Simmons was accused by a former fashion model and a screenwriter of sexual assault, five more women had disclosed news stories about him, including an alleged rape. Over the last decade, Simmons has transformed himself into a wellness and yoga uh, yoga guru, publishing books about meditation and veganism and f- finding, uh, finding his uh, West Ho- uh, Hollywood yoga studio, Tantris. And he also has one here in New York as well. But former general manager Karen Russell believed he was taking advantage of his position to pursue women at these at the, at the studio. Now, according to the actress Natasha William Black, who appeared in Simmons' produced film How to Be a Player back in 1996, after t- taking her to a yoga class, Simmons attempted to force her to perform oral sex. Now, massage therapist Aaron Beatty also claimed that while giving Simmons a message at a Seattle hotel in 2005, he exposed himself and asked her to touch his penis. She also revealed how he boasted of the of the ease with which he could sell yoga DVDs to the masses. And on Wednesday, two news report two new reports broke, bringing the total number of women accusing Simmons of sexual misconduct and rape to 10. Now, as previously reported, Russell Simmons announced on November 30th that he would step aside from his businesses after screenwriter Jenny Lummett accused him of sexual assault. And Mystical has pleaded not guilty to charges of first-degree rape and second-degree kidnapping in connection with an incident last year. The New Orleans rapper and an accomplice was indicted in September for the assault that allegedly occurred outside a Shreveport, Louisiana casino in October of 2016, when the former No Limit artist was in town for the Legions of Southern Hip Hop Tour. 
the legend of uh, Southern Hip Hop Tour. Now, Mystical, who was born Michael Tyler, he spent 2003 to 2010 in prison for sexual battery and extortion. He's currently being held at Kando Correctional Center in Louisiana with a bond set at $3 million. The Kando District Attorney's Office told KSLA that Tyler plans to file a motion for a bond reduction during his next hearing on January 18th. As previously reported, a grand jury has also indicted a woman related to the case for extraction of justice. Wow. Right now we have here 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. If you're just tuning in, welcome. This is That's Entertainment, eighth year here on Block Talk Radio. And if you want to know more about when I broadcast live, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder. Also, make sure you like us on on Facebook, just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at uh, that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto fourteen, and also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Sean Diddy Combs and Colin Kaepernick are reportedly meeting with investors in their bid to purchase the Carolina Panthers, and this was reported on Yahoo Sports, citing multiple different kind of multiple sources. Now, the pair expressed interest in buying the team after its current owner, Jerry Richardson, resigned over sexual harassment allegations. According to Yahoo Sports, they are now meeting with potential investors in hopes of shaping a prospective ownership group. Kaepernick has already uh, begun reaching out to a handful of business leaders, venture capitalists, and sports icons to discuss an ownership group. This is according to the report. Now, the site said that Diddy and Kaepernick have a shared vision about creating an ownership group that more closely represents the racial makeup of the league's player, which is about 70% African-American. Diddy has yet to comment on the Yahoo Sports report, but continued to send out cryptid tweets, one of which featured a black panther walking in slow motion and another that read, quote, a lot of time people see your dream as crazy. Don't ever be afraid to dream, unquote. And I also heard that uh, Steph Curry, who we all know who plays for the uh, Golden State Warriors, the NBA team, he's also interested in uh, joining Diddy. So um, I think that would be a cool thing. You know, we don't have any black NFL owners that own a football team nowhere. So, and because most of, most of the players on all the major teams are more African American, why not? Um, there was also reports about uh, this reporter in San Francisco. Um, he's been under the fire because uh, he was kind of making uh, fun, I, I guess you could, uh, with a lack of a better word, of saying that um, he don't, he can't picture PDD purchasing a team, um, that nobody should pay, uh, take him seriously. But as we all know, uh, P. Diddy owns several businesses. He has Ciroc. He was, uh, he did Bad Boy Records. Um, P. Diddy is not just a mogul for nothing. And if he set to out to say, you know, I'm interested in purchasing a team, why not believe it? 
I would think it's a good thing, you know, if you know, to have some uh someone of his um being a celebrity in his own right and someone who is famous and well-known to purchase. And you know what? This is not the first time. I remember uh, P. Diddy was talking about owning a team several years ago, a couple of years ago, actually. So I think he should go for it. I think he and Kaepernick and Steph Curry should also join in and anybody else that's interested in. Um, Remember, when the Brooklyn Nets, when the Nets came to Brooklyn, remember when Jay Z had owned a, 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 a stock into the team as well. He had a percentage of ownership as well. So it's yeah, I, it would be great to see someone of uh, seem be interested in so people like P Diddy or any uh, African American celebrity or uh, manager to be to put in the bid for to own a NFL team. Also this week we're going to be talking about um Essence. You know, um they every year Essence uh does this visionary icon uh for black women in music and um, in 2018 they chose visionary icon Missy Elliott as its 2018 Black Women in Music honoree. The rapper, singer, songwriter, producer, and dancer has joined previous recipients like Erica Badu, Jill Scott, Mary J. Bly, Kelly Rowland, Andra Day, Sylvia Rohn. And, uh, you know, it was established in 2010 that the SM Black Women in Music recognized the accomplishments of both emerging and established artists and uh, influencers during Grammy Week. Now, this year's event will take place on January 25th at New York City's Highland Ball, just ahead of the 60th Annual Grammy Awards. And 50 Cent's has extended his overall deal with Stars, the home of the drama series Power. According to Deadline, the re-up add two more years to the two-year deal he signed with the channel in September 2015, extending the partnership through 2019. Under the deal, 50 will continue working both sides of the camera on Power. The Courtney Kemp-created drama is currently deep in production on its upcoming fifth season, due to air this summer. And through his G-Unit film and television, 50 will also develop new projects for stars such as the crime and music industry drama, Black Mafia Family, and Tomorrow Today. And congratulations to actress to uh, actress Mindy Kaling. She has given birth to a baby girl. Her daughter, Catherine Kaling, was born on December 15th. The publication in July was among the first to report that Kaling was expecting uh, the actress didn't confirm the good news until August, telling Sunday today she was really excited. Kaylin joked that she was most looking forward to being able to openly criticize other parents after welcoming her impending bundle of joy into the world. A month later, her Mindy Project co-star accidentally revealed that she was having a baby girl during the Paley Fest Fall TV pre- preview. And despite a number of leaks surrounding Kaylin's pregnancy, it remains unclear who the father of the child is. And uh, Anna uh, 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 Kornikova and uh, Enrique Iglesias, 
they uh, reportedly welcomed twins last weekend after the, the very private couple managed to keep the pregnancy top secret for nine months. The former tennis star gave birth to Nicholas and Lucy on Saturday in Miami, and the uh, and this is according to TMZ. Uh, their 36-year-old has been with the Spanish singer since 2001, but they have never confirmed if they are married despite her sporting a ring over the years. Kornikova was the number eight single player in the world in 2000, but she had more successful double careers, winning two Grand Slam titles with Martina Hingis. Kornikova's professional tennis career was cut short at 21 years old due to injuries. And my girl, Eva Longoria, is taking on the role of mom for the very first time. The actress and her husband, Jose Baston, are expecting a baby boy. Longoria is currently four months pregnant. The bundle of joy will be the first for her and the fourth for her husband, who has three kids with actress and ex-wife Natalia Esperon. The former Desperate Housewife actress refuted pregnancy speculations back in April when she memorably addressed the rumors in a Snapchat video. Next year figures to be a busy one for Longoria, who, in addition to becoming a mother, has a pair of movies on the docket, the drama Dog Days and the romantic comedy Overboard. And Rose McGowan, McGowan, she insists she wasn't accusing Meryl Streep of knowingly staying silent about uh, Harvey Weinstein's alleged misconduct when she called out the actress earlier this week. McGowan, who condemned former Weinstein collaborators who are planning a silent protest at the Golden Globe, fired back at Vogue Australia after the outlet tweeted that McGowan had accused Streep of knowing about Weinstein crying. Now, McGowan sparked a controversy over the weekend when she blasted Meryl Streep and others for preparing a silent protest in which they will all wear black to the January 7th awards show in a show of solidarity with those affected by sexual harassment and assault. McGowan has accused Weinstein of raping her and has been highly vocal about Hollywood's sexual misconduct problems in recent months. Now, Street responded to McGowan's tweet on Monday with a lengthy statement to the Huffington Post. She said, quote, I wasn't deliberately silent. I didn't know. I don't uh, approve of rape. I didn't know. I don't like young women being assaulted. I didn't know this was happening, unquote. Street notably starred in Weinstein-produced film The Iron Lady and August Assad County and jokingly referred to Weinstein as God during a global a Golden Globe acceptance speech in 2012. She did stress that she was not aware of any allegations against Weinstein in October when accusations first began to surface against the shame movie maker. McGowan previously condemned Street at the beginning of the month for referring to Weinstein's alleged action as the most gargantuan example of disrespect at a seminar. Dozens of women had accused Weinstein of sexual assault, assault of rape or rape, and Weinstein has denied all allegations of non-consensual sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we have here uh, 26 minutes after the hour. Uh, it's going by fast, isn't it? Uh, coming up in the next half hour, I'm going to be talking about uh, Mark Salen, you know, the former uh, actor, Glee actor star. Well, apparently he has been, um, well, they they that they were talking about that alleged case where he was guilty of possession of child pornography. 
well, uh, they had granted him a more lenient prison sentence. Uh, he's getting ready to face about four to seven years behind bars in exchange for his omission of guilt. I'll tell you the latest. Also coming up, uh, Mariah Carey bodyguard uh, might be in trouble. According to uh, TMZ, uh, Yanir Ihara was in Las Vegas to see Mariah Carey's Christmas show when he spotted one of her bodyguards beating up a fan. I'll tell you the latest. And the death of two-line crew rapper Fresh Kid Ice. Apparently, the autopsy results came in, and we found out what was the real cause of his death. Also, um, Lady Gaga will have plenty of chances to put her poker face because now she's heading to Las Vegas. She's the latest pop star to have a Las Vegas residency. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
Tune in to That's Entertainment, the number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We have uh, 27 minutes left remaining in the show. That was some new Christmas music from Adrian Bailon Holton and The Gift. Uh, we, I decided to do something different this year. Since we're in the holiday spirit and Christmas is just upon us, I decided to play some uh, Christmas music this time around. So, uh, yeah, that's the latest from uh, Miss Adrian. Adrian. Um, before we went to the break, I was telling you um, about the former Glee star Mark Salen. Um, he appeared in court on Monday to plead guilty to possession of child pornography involving a pre uh, pre pubescent minor. I think that's a, a misspell. But uh, Michael Proctor, Sailing's uh, attorney, said in a statement to people that the trouble actor is ready to move forward and begin rebuilding following the scandal. Now, Sailing coped a plea deal in October, granting him a more lenient prison sentence. He's facing four to seven years behind bars in exchange for his admission of guilt. Now, police reportedly found more than 50,000 50,000 people images of child pornography on computers and thumb drive belonging to the former star. The Associated Press reported that Sailing was in possession of photos and videos of children as young as three years old being abused. After results of the charges against him, Sailing will have to register as a sex offender and undergo some sort of treatment. He's forbidding for having any contact with anyone under the age of 18 and must stay 100 feet or more away from schools, parks, public swimming pools, youth centers, playgrounds, and arcades. Sailing will also be ordered to pay 50000 in restitution to each of his victims. And uh, the actor, he was arrested in 2015 after investigators reported that a laptop hard drive and a USB flash drive seized from his home contained child pornography. They were tipped off by his then-girlfriend. He was named in two counts indictment in which he was accused of receiving porn involvement involving uh, two young girls. The trial was delayed while Salem sought out new legal representation. The U.S. Attorney Office predict it would be at least three months before Sailing receives his official sentence. And time to clock back in, Dunder Mifflin employees. According to TV Line, NBC is considering revisiting the office in the 2018-2019 season. The series would be like a continuation of the previous one, which went off the air in 2013. Sources claim that the office revival would feature a mix of old and new cast members, though it's not clear which original stars will be returning to the show. TV Line reported that Steve Carell, who played Dunder Mifflin, from Scranton, Pennsylvania's office, who was the regional manager, Michael Scott, for seven of nine seasons, he's not going to appear. Now, NBC's executives are reportedly hard at work looking for his replacement. The network declined to comment on reports that a the office revival is in the works. Bob Greenblatt, the, new, the network uh, president, told reporters a month before the premiere of the Will and Grace reboot that the office was on his wish list for future reboots along with 30 Rock. At the time, Greenblatt told Deadline he's spoken with show creator Greg Daniels about the possibility of bringing his show back several times. 
Little else is known about the alleged The Office continuation at this time. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Mexican singer Talia Soldi. Well, she can add director to her extensive resume. The Mexican singer, actress, writer, and fashion mogul is making her directorial debut with a four-part documentary that's running on HBO. It started last night from December 19th to December 22nd. It's called 15, A Quinceanera Story. The story focuses on a cross-section of young Latinas about to celebrate reaching the milestone age of 15, which traditionally marked the beginning of womanhood in the culture, and explores such political and social issues as gender identity, immigration, and fear of deportation. One of the more touching episodes centered on Zoe, a transgender determined to make her Sweet 15 a tribute to her transgender godmothers who never got to have quinceañeras because they grew up in a less tolerant time. Other teams featured in the film is uh, is executive produced by Talia's husband, ex-Sony music boy, Tommy Matola, includes an amateur boxer and a pair of Mexican-American best friends having a joint coming out party. Now, Talia, who grew up in the Mexico City, lost her father when she was six years old, which brought a bitter, bitter sweetness to her own quinceañera. And the actress, best known as the voice of Daphne on Scooby Doo, has died. She was only eighty. I'm sorry, seventy-one actually. Heather North, who voiced the character on the cartoon series for over thirty years, died inside her Southern California home on November thirtieth. And this is according to Hollywood Reporter. North had battled an undisclosed illness for a long time before her death. And in addition to her work on Scooby-Doo, North racked up acting credits in front of the camera, including a recurring gig on the soap opera Day of, Days of Our Lives in the 1970s. She also starred alongside Kurt Russell on The Barefoot Executive, which premiered in 1971 and appeared on the TV crime drama series The Fugitive. North made her debut as Daphne Blake on Scooby-Doo in 1970 and continued to voice the character on various installments to the franchise until 2003. Her character was notorious for stumbling into danger on the beloved series, which centers on mystery-solving teenagers and their dog, Scooby-Doo. The franchise began in 1969 and continued to churn out new TV episodes and films. North husband, H. Wesley Kenny, whom she met on the set of Days of Alive, he died in 2015. And, you know, um... We was talking. I was talking about Mariah Carey about last week. You know, she uh, there was this issue about her bodyguard. Now, there was a couple of weeks ago. I was telling you the story about uh, that uh, Mariah Carey was accused of being uh, some fan accused her of being a racist, or some someone who was working for her was accused her of being racist. Now, here's another story regarding her bodyguard. Um, apparently, he this person just wanted to see Mariah sing, but it was the pop diva's bodyguard that was belting out the hits, so to speak. According to TMZ, Yaniv Elhara was in Las Vegas to see the 
All I want for Christmas is you sing her show at Caesar Palace on December 16 when he spotted one of her bodyguards beating up a fan. He whipped out his phone and he began recording the encounter, which didn't sit well with the unnamed guard. Now, after spotting Yaniv recording, Carrie paid a protector, reportedly, and smacked his phone away and punched him twice. Now, the fan claimed he was hit in the chest and ribs, and photos obtained by TMZ suggest that he also took a blow to the face. Yaniv told TMZ he couldn't recall what exactly went down during the scuffle, and Las Vegas uh, Metropolitan Police Department confirmed to the outlet that they'd taken a report from the incident. Apparently, they're investigating it as a misdemeanor battery. Carrie has not yet addressed the drama, so we'll see what happens. And the death of two live crew rapper Fresh Kid Ice was reportedly the result of a liver condition in addition to other ailments. The rapper, whose real name was Chris Wong Wan, he died this summer from sclerosis of the liver. And according to TMZ and the Miami-Dade County Medical Examiner, uh, he also had uh, hepatitis C and, and, and a pass with, the, with alcohol, which was also listed as some kind of contributor to his death. Now, this is according to the reports. Fresh Kid Ice died at 53 in July through his medical condition, which was not revealed at the time. The rapper served as an influential figure in the hip-hop realm, as he regarded as one of the first major Asian rappers in the uh, United States. Now, he was one of the founding members of Two Live Crew, which earned a large following in the mid-1980s, thanks largely to polarizing songs such as Me So Horny and Throw the D that took explicit lyrics to a level previously not explored within the genre. Now, the group's third album, As Nasty As They Want to Be, Noli became the uh, became famous and the first to ever be ruled legally as obscene by the American government in 1990. The obscene label was later removed two years later. Uh, right now we have here uh, 17 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and we'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. Don't go anywhere. You can surprise me with no key. Go on and hide as it 
That was new music from Miss Shantae Moore and Cover Me in Snow. Uh, that was also from her new Christmas album, so definitely um, make sure you get that. Right now, um, 13 minutes left remaining in the show. Um, tr- trying to get into the holiday spirit. We got five more days left before uh, uh, that uh, glorious day. And uh, if you're like me, who waited the last minute, you got five more days, so uh, let's get a move on. But uh, anyway, uh, for the last remaining stories for the day, uh, Lady Gaga, she's getting ready to have plenty of chances to put that poker face to good use because she's heading to San City. The pop superstar now she's launching a concert residency in Las Vegas at the MGM Park Theater, confirming the widespread buzz about her next move. The paparazzi singer did not reveal when the Red Sea will begin or how long it will run in for Tuesday Revival or Tuesday Reveal, actually. She concludes the North American portion of her Joanne World Tour on Monday evening, but has a slew of shows scheduled throughout Europe in January and February. Gaga is the latest big-name performer to book a residency in Las Vegas, following the footsteps of Jennifer Lopez, Celine Dion, Britney Spears, and Mariah Carey. And Gwyneth Paltrow is go-going to Broadway. The famous actress is set to co-produce a new musical, Head Over Heels, featuring songs from the pop icons, The Go-Go's. The new show will hit San Francisco at the current theater in spring of 2018, while the Broadway dates will happen sometime in the 2018 to 2019 season. The go-go hit song, We Got the Beat, Get Up and Go, Cool Jerk, Vacation, Our Lips Are Sealed, Lust to Love, Head Over Heels, and Belinda Carlisle's solo hit, Mad About You, and Heaven is the Place on Earth will take center stage in the musical. The musical will be directed by Tony Award winner Michael Mayer. Now, that should be interesting. I noticed that that is becoming a trend now in on Broadway where they take uh, actual stories of artists and actors and put their life stories on stage, and they turn it into a musical or a Broadway production. So um, that's, I've, I'm noticing that's the latest trend now. And Productions is already on uh, underway on She Ball. It's an indie film about women's street basketballs uh, that has Nick Cannon serving as the writer, director, producer, and star. This is according to Variety. The actor also has a role in the film alongside co-star Chris Brown, Cedric the Entertainer, Evan Ross, Faison Love, K.D. Orbert, Lunell, Marla Gibbs, and Rebecca Dumornay. She Ball follows the love of the game through the struggle of Avery Watts, played by Cannon, who enlists the baddest women's street ball league in the city to help him save the embattled Inglewood Community Center, which he managed all while trying to raise his seven-year-old daughter. Cannon is producing with Demetrius Spencer of One Media Worldwide and Ball Up, the entertainment student behind the street ball league. And to assure the authenticity, uh, uh, the the authenticity of uh, the movie uh, Canon is getting ready to feature a real life athlete from the WNBA. Apparently, they're going to include Melanie Ray Candle and Jalea uh, Manuel and former Harlem Globetrotter Tammy Bronner. So they're going to be in the movie. 
So, um, and also there's going to be a banging soundtrack. The soundtrack is by Cannon and Baby Birdman Williams. All right. Looking forward to that. Also, uh, uh, we heard about, um, you know, if you're, have you ever been on YouTube and you see these uh, makeup tutorials and, and, uh, how to do makeup, how to put the highlighter, how to wear the perfect shade of uh, makeup. Well, you never guess who is doing the same thing. R&B icon Shaka Khan. That's right. Shaka Khan is giving a makeup tutorial for Vogue Beauty Secret, for the Beauty Secret series. Um, she is going to share her makeup ritual for Vogue YouTube Beauty. Let me see. Let me get the title right. Uh, it's called it's it's called Vogue YouTube Beauty Beauty Secret Series, and it's going to be. Uh, matter of fact, it's not just only Shaka, but it's going to be some of today's makeup artists as well. Um, she talks about in her tutorial how to put on makeup and how, you know, gone to the days of uh, too, putting too much red lipsticks. This is what she said. Um, she said to skip fourth lashes because uh, she, apparently she despised them. She can't work with them and she sweat too much. She said forget red lipstick and opt for pink because the pink makes you mo- look more youthful. Um, she says she no longer wears red lipstick, and she said never forget powder. Anytime you put on foundation, be sure to go over it, over it with powder. And eyeliner can easily take you from day to night. You take a little more black eyeliner, and you go from a more pop, you know, give it a little more pop for your eyes to come out more, and it looks real pretty. Pretty, and also don't forget perfume. Always spray that favorite perfume and always look your best. So um, it doesn't say when when it will be, but I guess you have to go to Essence.com and just look for uh, the, the Vogue Beauty Series. So good for Shaka. And, you know, that's the latest thing now. Everybody is coming on YouTube and they're giving advice, they're giving tips, they're giving examples of how you should wear that makeup. And now, since we're approaching the holidays and people are attending parties and don't forget New Year's is around the corner, you want to look your best and put on that great face without looking too overdone. I can see that. Um, let's see. Right now we we have about six minutes left remaining in the show. Um I'd like to thank everybody who tuned in today, uh, all the people that are on the chat room and on the phone lines. Thank you for tuning in on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, tune in again next Friday for my year-end review. It's the show that I do every year where I talk about the top entertainment stories of the year. And in this case, the top stories of 2017, I take, talk, we talk about the, the shake-ups, the scandals, uh, the hookups, the breakups, uh, the who um, who we lost this year. So it's always a great show because it makes you reflect on what happened all throughout the year. We talk about uh, the Me Too unit. Uh, you, I'm sorry, the Me Too uh, movement. Also, 
we talk about this whole sexual scandal thing, how one movie mogul, famous movie mogul like Harvey Weinstein, had opened up the floodgates of all these sexual uh, allegations between men in the workplace or just men in general with women coming out who were scared before coming out and telling their story and putting the hashtag Me Too. So, again, tune in Friday, December 29th at 1 p.m., where I give you uh, the year-end review of 2017. Also, make sure you follow That's Entertainment on Twitter at That's Entertainment 1. Like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash That's Entertainment.radio. Also, follow me on Twitter at That's Entertainment 1. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Have a very Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful holiday. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. Take care.